You know what? I'm excited, Elise. You want to know why? why? We're welcoming back probably one of our most favorite guests on the show. Oh. <laughs> a returning guest on the BioFriendly Podcast. I, I couldn't be more thrilled. For the than second week in a row. The, huh? yeah. <laughs> Noel Carroll, uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come back on the show today. We're so grateful thank to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh-huh. just powering down my phone because I don't want it to yeah. ring in the middle right. of this this prestigious podcast that you and Elise host. Yeah, I know. It's uh, really, you know, the audience thought we were kidding when we kicked you off last time. <laughs> <laughs> He's not coming back. He's never oh, coming back. Man. He's gone forever. <laughs> oh. I, I am, I'm sorry to the, to, the, uh, to the fans of the show who are wondering why it is that Noel's never in studio anymore. Yeah. Uh, partly it's because I have to travel a lot more these days. That's true. Partly it's uh, it's because of because of I don't I don't have COVID. No. no. I don't I don't have COVID. But there but uh, there was a uh, there concern. Fact, as far as I know, nobody has COVID. Yes. But the way the world that we live in now uh, means that you have to be careful because you know yeah. you, you don't want to go passing it around to people who who don't. So basically, my 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 kid. He just he's got like a very mild cold. Sniffles. <laughs> like kind of, Sniffles. Honestly, it's the kind of thing that in the old days you'd be like, hey, I know. Fine. You <laughs> know, <laughs> you know, my... back back out of his son was school. Um, but now, you know, it's you're like, I, I, I don't know. I guess we got to be, you know, we got to follow the rules, right? You look at all the guidelines mm-hmm. and it says be careful. So, so he, he took a test and we, we're not going like, to, we did it through the school and it's like a very, it's not like a quick response one, yeah. it's a more thorough test. So we'll hear yeah. about that soon. So yeah. at the moment we're just acting like you know hey I, I'm ba- I'm I'm gonna virtue signal okay do it this show is all about I'm that a, I'm a vaccinated individual so <laughs> I'm highly unconcerned yeah with what's yeah. Good. no and maybe you know maybe I'd be a breakthrough case I don't know but the point is is like this is what you're supposed to do so absolutely I'm working from home and yeah. and, uh, and and being safe and so I my whole family's home like I, I'm like we're all it's funny because right now we all feel kind of totally fine. <laughs> Yeah, we're just taking the day off. Yeah, right. I know. It's uh, you know I was talking to to Jamie about it, and I was saying it's funny because you know before this, like the we we ever since we were kids, right? Yeah, you don't feel well, and you tell your parents, and unless something's really bad, Mm -hmm. your parents are like, "Suck it up, (laughs) you're going to school. I don't care unless you're you've got to be half dead in Mm -hmm. order for me to keep you home." I mean, this has been around forever, and I said for the first time in history. Children can say to their parents, I kind of feel a little scratchy in my throat. And yeah. we are required for the well-being of the communities we live in to go, well, gummit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we got to all stay home. Well, the thing about it that's so funny is because of the nature of the disease and the times, yeah. it's, doesn't, it's not just that the kid has to stay home. Now it's like... Yeah. No, like my daughter's, she's the my whole daughter. family. <laughs> Nothing to do with any of this. She's yeah, just like, I know. She's just, you know, a kid trying to keep up with school yeah. and uh, do her gymnastics and whatever else. And she's like, well, I guess I'll. I guess it's just going to be yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Well, and I think for our audience, we should probably just prepare you this from for a little while, for the foreseeable future, this will probably happen. We'll probably have <laughs> us be doing remote shows, traveling shows. One of us here, one of us isn't. We'll be doing the musical chairs because 
it's going to just keep going. There's going to, you know, I'm going to have a week where all of a sudden my youngest comes home and he's snotting all over the place. I'm going to go, all right, you guys, I'm sorry. It probably shouldn't be me coming in this week. So this is just going to be the routine. So biofriendly podcast core audience roll with it. Uh, new right. audience, uh, hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> hang in there. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we all, thankfully, I'm dreading feel, the day fine. Yeah. that you're not here yeah. and we have to do a podcast. <laughs> and I got to have you one. set it up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's time for me to train you how to set it all up, right? Elise is just you sitting. Know, I'll just be sitting in my office, just working yeah. away, ignoring the whole thing. Like, like, Elise, are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. Jacob never showed me what he does over here. Why ah, one of the mic stands is being held up by a counterweight, and uh, he's got a real specific system over here. Oh, that's hilarious. But it's, yep. it's, an, it's an OG crew. Uh, it's the three of us again, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to have fun, guys. I love fun. You fun's love the fun? Best. Yeah, fun's good. All right. Well, we got some, we have many guests kind of on the horizon. I'm working with a lot of different people, so we'll probably have a ton of them coming up. But uh, yeah, for now, the list just, is cool for those yeah. of you who are excited. We're not going to give them up or anything, but, yeah. but Jacob has a, a fun, fun list of really yeah. interesting rad people coming so i do yeah i'm excited and then and then once you and i do some of our we got some trips we got some like mobile interviews coming up we got some people we're going to be meeting in different cities so uh it's going to be biofriendly road trip here soon Mm. so i'm pretty excited about that yeah it is really good we're we're uh, we're really getting so much more so much more embedded into the into the community so like we have we're just uh getting lots of fun environmental uh contacts and opportunities to go do do things do remote things meet more people have 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 cooler guests have higher profile guests it's it's really been it's been fun to watch this show grow and uh, and to become something something bigger but we're gonna try still right jacob to do these these kind of we call our our OG original, yeah, original the OG goof, crew, original absolutely. Goofball. You guys need a road trip. Yeah, yeah, we'll do we'll do road trips. We'll do guests, <laughs> but we always got to come back home to the to the core because I think that uh, that people listen. Uh, for me, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, That's what everyone tells me. It's like I'm in the. I listen for Jacob. No, actually, you know what? Before we start on the subject matter, I want to. You know, like we we like to toot our own horn here for a little bit. This something cool happened today, and I want to share it with both of you. Um, I, I let Noel know about it a couple weeks ago, but it's finally official as of this morning. Ooh. So forever we have been using on Twitter. At BioFriendly1. Uh-huh. That's been our handle. And for right. the longest time, we were like, why can't we just have at BioFriendly? Why right. can't we have it? It was taken by somebody else and it had been by an egg. By an egg, by one of those profiles that doesn't have a picture, and it sat out there for 10 years, no tweets, nothing on it whatsoever. So I cannot tell you guys how many emails I have sent to the headquarters of Twitter. And I got to Mr. Twitter himself. No, no. I'm just kidding. I, you spoke to Mr. Twitter? <laughs> Mr. Twitter. Mr. Twitter. James T. Twitter. Um, <laughs> he he. finally, the, the button was pushed. And as of this morning, we are officially at BioFriendly on Twitter oh. for our main account. Ooh. Isn't that awesome? It finally happened. <laughs> I switched it all over. I even went well and got bi- a BioFriendly one. I made a, a little a tweet on there that says, like, hey, go over to BioFriendly now. So anyway, so it's official. We have it. It's ours. All right. So if you want to find us on Twitter, just go to at BioFriendly. Yes. And that's, that's how us. you find us. Yep. And if you want to find us on Instagram, BioFriendly Planet. That's right. That's right. So and it's basically we have our- BioFriendly Planet everywhere except for Twitter where there's not enough characters and we're just BioFriendly. 
Yeah, we didn't have enough characters, so we have Biofriendly, which is our main core, which you're going to see, like, podcast clips, articles, and memes, and stuff like that. And then we also have our wonderful Tara, who manages Biofriendly Blog, right? That's the that's her Twitter handle? Isn't it just that's at her, Biofriendly? Yeah, that's her, that's her personal handle. That yeah, she, Biofriendly yeah, Blog. She and she that. also posts amazing stuff. So you should follow both. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. Well, you have to follow. Yeah, Tara's got the... Yeah, well, yeah. Tara's a genius. <laughs> she's a G, yeah, she's absolutely. A, she's a genius. She's, she's, she, uh, she has... Like, she just, she knows so much about everything we talk about, everything that we try to sort of, you know, yeah. impart to people. Yeah. Like we know, like we know about 12% of what Tara has yeah. in her, in her like yeah. pinky of what yeah. she understands about how to be, how to be green and how to do it the easy way. Yeah. She's right. She's right. Yeah. So follow her. She's her. She's a good follow. Yeah. Bio friendly I'm, blog. I'm glad you, you said 12% because that's a good segue <laughs> into what our subject is today. Well, <laughs> Cause we're going to be, we're going to be talking about, you know, 1%. Two percent skim, whole <laughs> milk, all the milk. Twelve percent fat milk. Twelve <laughs> percent fat milk. Hundred percent fat milk. Half and half is basically fifty fifty, right? Half and half is like fifty percent cream, I think, right? Yeah. And then fifty percent milk. I think so. That's yeah. what I put in my coffee. But we're yeah. so I went back when this when this idea came to me. There's two reasons why we're doing milk mm-hmm. today. Okay, one is. A hilarious reason. Two is um, I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, well, we, we, we've talked about ice cream in the past. And I went back. I went back and listened to some of our episodes. By the way, we're great. We're great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I went Are back we? and I was like, wow, this is awesome. I went back to the <laughs> ice cream episode. I went back to the cows episode. I was like, we've really done some great stuff and we were, we're awesome. So I just, Are I, I was very proud. decently engaging. Yes, we're always we decently are? engaging. We're always going shock. on tangents that are hilarious, yeah. and uh, it's just a, it's just a good time. But I nice. realized that while I came up, you know, like I, I was like, okay, let's cover milk. We haven't really talked in detail about. There's a lot of alternates to milk, right? Milk is kind of yes. like you know the staple that we've grown up with, but it, it gets a lot of bad press, and for good reason because it is a it is a challenge for the environment. But now there are dozens of alternate milks, and living in a place Seven. like Los Angeles, we've heard them all. Yeah. At least I think so. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's why we're covering milk today. Okay. All but right. The, so we're so there might be a couple of bummer runs in this, but we've got yes. some fun too. Yeah. But uh, should I start off with the h- hilarious thing that's happening online in social media that I just saw this morning, and I want to know what? if you guys have heard about it yet? It's oh, called the, the it's crate. called the milk crate <laughs> challenge. <laughs> have you seen these? Oh, no. oh my gosh. No, one thing is certain, no, and that is the hu- humankind is determined to take <laughs> ourselves out of the equation. We're determined to hurt ourselves in the worst way possible. If you watch what this. What are people doing? Are they it, stacking milk crates to make a pyramid? Is that yes, what, no, and then they no. try <laughs> They try to walk up them, and it ends in the most painful video. So children listen to this podcast. injuries, including broken bones and spinal cord damage. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. So children, don't do this, but right now all over the internet is a thing called the milk crate challenge, and people are stacking milk crates into a pyramid and walking up one side, and the victor is you know who can get to the top i have not seen one no, person get, get to the, down oh get back down yeah, yeah. So, so they walk up one side they walk and up and then they come the down other. the other so i have not seen one person make it and all really? of the videos are look awful look like well, terrible pain look yeah. you've got to you've got to you got to do a better job of the structural integrity some of these things are just <laughs> i don't this know is, no these are these are sad these are like are you these... seriously thinking like a, a single row of milk 
cart, the milk crates. Well, of course it's going to fall. I can't support you. This, I this think is it, ridiculous. I think it has to be a single row. I don't think they're allowed to add anything to it. It's kind of like the Pinewood Derby and Scouts. Well, it's they very want to die. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. So this is, anyway, this is obscene. This is so, well, but you know, but our children have been eating Tide Pods. So yes, I mean, exactly. Are, Tide Pods. We now we're now we're. I mean, there's these these challenges on the internet, eating ghost peppers and all sorts of terrible things. It so, is it is proof, Jacob, that 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 the generation of parents that we're at the tail end of mm-hmm. are arguably the worst in history. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. You're going to put it arguable. out there? I, okay. I'm going to put it out there. Like, you know, because because you look at some of the choices that, that our kids are making these days. Yeah. Although, Where although those parents? you know what? Your father-in-law told me a story about, about them sneaking under, like, one of those spinning, uh, you know, park things where he almost got his legs torn off in half and nobody yeah. knew he was there. I so think kids have always been dumb. Maybe parents have always been bad at it and kids have always been insane. Maybe that's yeah. just how it goes. I think it always goes that way. Because if you think about it, so there was a very popular television show on when we were growing up called Jackass, and that was the name of the show. Mm-hmm. And did you, you, hear, you, did you see the trailer for the new movie that's coming you know, out? No, no, but it's coming back, right? They're coming it's, back. It looks hilarious. It looks it, hilarious. It will be hilarious. Yeah. There will always be people that are willing to break their bones for jokes. And yeah. these are those guys. American. And it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this milk crate challenge is no different. You know, you've got people that go, you know what? If somebody videos me and I go down in a blaze of glory, it's going to, I'm just, I'm going to be internet famous. Right. That's but probably there's a happening. difference between Johnny Knoxville and his buddies who are like, who are professional idiots, right? right like right, they're, right. Like they're, they're dedicated yeah. stunt morons. Yeah. Stunt uh, morons. <laughs> And they're and like they this is they do this they make a lot of money doing it they yeah. they are, are are like it's their joke it's their thing whatever like they're they're kind of professionals at hurting themselves right yeah, yeah. the problem with the milk crate challenge is someone does someone's like I got an idea I'm gonna do the milk crate challenge we put a bunch of milk crates up here but you can walk up top and go back down the bottom it's gonna be great and then everybody else. Sees that and goes, oh, I accept this challenge. I am now going to walk up and down the middle grade. This is a fantastic idea. I know. And they're all they're all morons. They're all right. regular everyday morons, not professional right. morons. Yes. You gotta be like like an everyday regular moron is doesn't have the. There's the a fine line fair. between an amateur moron and a professional moron. So exactly. leave it to the professional morons. Leave it to professional morons. That's like us. <laughs> Like us, yes, right? Yes. We're professional morons. You could absolutely walk up and down. <laughs> not you, Elise. I'm just t- you're not a professional moron. You, Noel and I are. But, but anyway, okay, so I had to open with the milk crate challenge just because I know it has nothing to do with the environment, but it was just so funny that we're talking about milk yeah. today and all over the internet. It, it, that's all anybody's talking about is milk I'm crate realizing challenge. my so, son you know. would kill me, by the way. It's not a pyramid. It's, it's a triangle. Oh yeah, really? yeah, yeah. It's true. It's, a it's not a. It's not a pyramid. It's is three dimensional. It's in all directions. Right. It's it's right. Uh, it's right. That's different. Right. I just I just wanted to specify because my kid will probably listen to this later and go, Dad, that's not a pyramid. That's a he's triangle. probably listening right now, and he got even more sick having heard you say <laughs> it's a pyramid. <laughs> he was like, on his way to recovery. If I didn't have COVID before. I do now. <laughs> I Dad. do now. From what you said, Dad. No, we're going to talk about milk, and we're going to start. Yes, it's going to be a little bit of a bummer run, okay? Because okay. one thing that we do on the show, of course, is look. You drink your milk, you like your milk, that's okay. But it's worth noting that the dairy industry as a whole is a real uh, addition to the greenhouse gas problem. It really is. It's one of the ones that uh, contributes a fair amount, right? That's that's pretty well known. It it does. It does. But you know what's funny? Okay, you know, it does. It does. Yeah. 
But I'm actually less concerned. I mean, I I am concerned about that, about what they, what they contribute to the to the to the environment. But I I feel like there's there are ways to to offset that. And if you if you figured that the value of the nutrition of the milk is is something that you'd have to do a cost benefit analysis on, maybe you could find a way to to have those offsets be worth it. My right. biggest concern with that is actually because you know we like to go kind of beyond the greenhouse gas thing right. here. My, my my biggest concern with with the dairy industry is has really been more. The, the treatment of the of the animals, yeah, because it's not terrific. Like you, like the cows aren't meant to make milk for humans; they're meant to make milk for calves, right? So right. they have these these calves, and then the calves get to feed on their mom for like half a second, and then they're pulled away, and then and then the, they're like essentially taken from their 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 mom, and, and then the mom becomes yeah. a milk cow for the rest of the time, and the calves are fed by hand. Yeah. And so, so like you're 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 kind of you're separating the natural order of things, and you've got these crying calves. They're going to grow up and eventually have their you know their males. They get their their balls cut off and their, yeah. their horns <laughs> seared. Yeah. And if they're yeah. female, then they'll just grow up to get eaten. Yeah. And that's 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 I, we need to again yeah. cost benefit cost benefit analysis. We got to figure out okay how much of this is worth it, how much of it is. But it is it is a bit cruel. Yeah. Um, and probably it would serve us to to cut back. It would be my yeah. my my point on that. Not that I mean, look, people love their burgers, people love their their milk, and and there is there is definitely high nutrition value to that. And that's 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 it is what it is. We're at the top of the food chain. Yeah. We're going to eat things. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Um. So I get that, but I think that if we could if we could uh, as a as a general rule try to cut back a little bit on on uh, the amount of milk that we drink and the amount of meat that we eat. Uh, and find some other alternatives. It would be it would be better for for the environment. It would mean we need less cows, which means that you could have the cows be treated more humanely, more like uh, more like they should be treated. That's yeah. That's yeah. my you're thing right. On that. You're right. But, um, you know, but again, look, it's about a friendly podcast. We're we're, we're trying to be friendly about. It. We don't, I, you know, like I know you're going to do what you're going to do. You're going to eat your burgers. But try yeah. having like just cut back. See if you can cut back twenty five percent. That yeah. would help. And well, then if, and- you know, if you're happy cutting back twenty five percent, try to cut back fifty percent. Yeah, and then just kind of yeah. cut it down, and so that you're not just having as much. Because the yeah. less we have, the less financial value it has for the farmers to to continue to do that. And then that means there'd be less of it. And if there was less of it, they could treat them better because they wouldn't need to stack so many cows into such a small area. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, you made a, a really good point, which is interesting because. You know, obviously, we're so much more educated now, be- thanks to as, as, as problematic as the internet can be with milk crate challenges. It can be very helpful because we can learn a lot. We can get a lot of information. We have access to information. Growing up as a kid in the 1980s and 1990s, it's not like you were aware of, you know, you kind of have this understanding that milk from cows, you think, oh, Cows just always have milk, and that's how we get it. And then it's not <laughs> until you dig in a little bit deeper, and you made a good point, which is like, oh, no, that's just like with women and babies. It's a very specific thing that we are taking away from that process, and we're, you know, it's not like they just literally start making milk, and then they do it naturally. And we're just, and they're like, I don't well, know what to do with all this milk. You know what I mean? It's as if we had a class of women whose purpose was to make milk for everybody, as yeah. opposed to just milk for their baby. And so then they yeah. have, but then, so they, they, the babies are there long enough to, to get the milk started. And then yeah. they never see their babies again. Yeah, and, and, and the rest of the time they're hooked up to machines that just milk them, milk the women. Yeah, yeah. What, that and wouldn't go very well, would it? That no, wouldn't, wouldn't go very, very well. People would society. feel very yeah. bad for the moms yeah. that that's their life and that's their job, yeah. and they'd say that exactly. you know. So, and, and another unfortunate thing, again, we're bummer running, but then we're going to get on, <laughs> we're going to get on to some, some good stuff about the alternate milks, but the, 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 uh, farms in the United States, uh, dairy farms have actually, there are way less of them, but there's more cows. 
So there's more demand. So over the past decade or so, the farmers, a lot of farms have closed, but the demand has gone up. And so now these places are overcrowded and packed and they've got to have way more coming and being pushed out. So it puts a larger demand. So step one you can do, if you just made the decision, I drink cow's milk and I'm never giving it up. Well, the least you can do is look on the container of what you're buying and see if the company that's making this milk is making it in a sustainable way, if they're taking good care of the cows, if they have a nice farm that that does everything they can to make their lives comfortable. That's the bare minimum that we ask you look into. Sure. Right? Is it Just, certified organic? Is it certified organic? Yeah. Right. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Look yeah. into it. You know, right? I, I think, look, it's not like it's. It's it's not like it's the best for you either. Right. In the end, I mean, there's there's definitely some some value to it, and people talk a lot about calcium and vitamin D, but they put the vitamin D in it. It's fortified; it doesn't naturally show up there, really. You know, it's, it's you know, the calcium yeah. is is great, but you can get vitamin D from other sources. Go outside, yeah. walk around, be in the sun, yeah. be in the sunlight, uh, and 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 uh, you know, or not just take supplements. There's they're everywhere. They're so it's the easiest one to take. They're tiny pills. They're itty bitty. Yeah. So the, you, that's the way you get your vitamin D. And with calcium, I mean, look, have you ever, has anyone ever even tried a green smoothie? Um, I have. Yeah. 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 They, I like they, them. They, people add fruit to them and stuff. You don't even know they're green. They taste yeah. great. They're, they're great. Amazing. And they're I loaded with, yeah, they're loaded with spinach and kale. Tons of calcium in that. Plenty. Yeah. So there's my, other, there's other ways to, there's other ways to get it is my, is yeah. my point. Um, my biggest challenge. Yeah. My biggest challenge is, is, is honestly, it's, it's little things. It's not that I like to have milk every single day. It's just like creamer and coffee. That's something I've grown accustomed to. And whenever you try to replace it with something else, it just isn't the same, but that's something I need to look at and just how look much at cream alternates. Do you put, but how much creamer it's, do you put in your coffee? It's not a lot. Like, I mean, not, I, like, it, like an we're talking two, two tablespoons, three tablespoons worth okay. of cream and a cup of coffee. And I do that right. once a day. So we're talking to add up over the course of a week. We're talking what, like four ounces, six ounces worth of yeah, creamer, maybe not, a week. It's not, it's not a lot. Like it, 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 there's a difference between it's the demand. It's the demand, right? Yeah. McDonald's needs a heck of a lot of beef to keep making that many hamburgers. They just, yeah. they require it. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's, that's where, that's where you're, you're filling up these farms. That's where the, that's yeah. where the issue kind of, kind of comes. It's because we have this demand for so much of it. Yeah. So it's just, just find a way to just do less. That's yeah. all. Yeah, just have, just do, have less. Have <laughs> dial, less. Dial it back just Add, a little bit. Like you could still have that if you want to have if you want to have a nice juicy steak every week, and because you you know you have a habit of, of having your juicy steak every every Saturday night or whatever, and you always do that. Great. Let's see if you can do either a smaller steak. That's yeah. one option, or yeah. do it once every other week. Yeah. Do it yeah. twice a month. Yeah. Instead of, you know, or take off one, do it three times your a month. Your body's going to probably thank you for it anyway, right? I just, you know, yeah. And if you're having a hamburger every day for, for lunch and that's just what you're doing, well, look, I, let's see, I, try, try to just one day, one day to start with. Yeah. Just do something else. Do something, yeah. anything else. Just do something else. Yeah. You know, I, I that's, that's all we're saying. Like, just, yeah. just take, cut it back a little bit. If we all cut it back a little bit and then just kind of get used to not having it as much and cut it down... Then there's enough room on the farms to have yeah. a nice, happy life for the cows. 
Yeah. Well, I was, so, so are you a milk drinker? Do you like milk? No. No? No. So this isn't even a problem for you, right? <laughs> no. It's not even an issue. Uh-uh. Well, I, I, when I went back and I played our previous episode of, of ice cream, we talked a little bit about milk and I have to do a official biofriendly podcast red act. I have to mm. redact a mm. statement that I made because on that episode, which was two years ago, by the way. So, so you only red, oh, act? red act, red act, red act, red act, red act, red when you said red act, I was like, I didn't know we had something called the red act. I meant, I meant red act. Right. But what I did in that moment was um, what I like to call Christopher Walkening. And it's where I go, Red Act, I'm going to need the Red Act that from the podcast. Uh, Listen up, okay? I'm going to take the wrong syllable to emphasize and emphasize it in a way. So anyway, yeah, no, it came out the wrong way. You're drawing in the audience. And the thing is, is when it came out of my mouth the wrong way, I thought, you know, hopefully they won't call it out. But then I was like, oh, no, of course they will. Noel's on my show. Redacted from the previous podcast, the ice cream one. I'm playing it out loud in my home. My wife's sitting over there. It's this episode where we're talking about milk in the home, and I'm saying, "Well, my boys drink almond milk, like they, you know." And 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 basically, Noel on that show goes like, "Have your boys ever had cow's milk?" And I was like, "I don't think so." And she was like, "That's not true." <laughs> she shouted from across the room. She was like, "Look, do I not buy it for them? Yes, because they their bodies kind of react, I guess, kind of yeah. weird to the cow's milk. They have obviously A lot of people some, do. yeah, and so it's she's." Not great for us it's yeah not really and ideal for our bodies I'm yeah sorry, so she's she's gotten almond milk for for the longest time and uh she said they've had it they've been at other people's houses or been somewhere else or we've had to use it for this how to use it for that but she's like i honestly made that j- decision because it just was better on their bodies and it's like you know when we do go get ice cream we choose frozen yogurt because they don't get sick after they have frozen yogurt they yeah. get sick after they have ice cream they and do you can keep mm-hmm. almond milk longer you can you can keep it longer mm-hmm. but here's what's interesting today is there's a really bummer run bummer run almond milk no i was gonna say here's the thing is that (laughs) i need to tell this to jamie too is that almond milk is in hot water right now hold on the thing i popped our our sound thing one second one second Uh, almond is in trouble oh stop vamping (laughs) yeah stop vamping almond is in trouble and that's what you're about to say right Almond oh, almond, almond has been in trouble for for, for a couple of reasons for a while. Yeah, but yeah it's it's people. It's, it's there's some down there's significant downsides to, to almond, but it's because again, it's the same. Go ahead, you go, you start. I'll I'll come. I'll go later. So so anyway, we we we've gotten almond milk for a while, and it's not that you know all these articles. When I spent time researching, it was like, look, if you're already choosing something that is different than dairy, you're probably helping in some way. But almond, they were saying in this article from The Guardian says, almonds are out, dairy's a disaster, so what milk should we drink? It went on to say almond milk requires so much water. So so much much water. water. And this was interesting, too. They have to recruit bees in order to do almond milk. And so it's so funny because the way they explain it, it's like, Bees, so like uh, nearly seventy percent of commercial bees in the U.S. are drafted, <laughs> which I just think, <laughs> which I think is so funny. Is like the drafted. idea is like they're drafted, like amongst the bees. bees. They want to live their life, but they've got to do service for the country. <laughs> right. right, like cut to the small bee cartoon where it's like, listen, baby, I know we were gonna get married, but I've been drafted to the almonds. <laughs> where they're and saying bye before he gets on the bus. Bye, get on the bus. He's got to go make come almond back. milk. I promise I'll come back. He died in the almond wars. <laughs> 
So, um, but anyway, and this is what's tragic. Last year, a record number, over one third of them died by season's end as a result of the pressures and environment. So of, of making the almond milk. So it, it, it drafts the bees, it kills the bees, and it takes a ton of water to make it. So that was the bummer run on that for sure. So it's uh, it's like almonds in particular. It kind of opens up a larger a larger discussion point if you want to if you want to dig into it. I do. You do? Okay. It's a podcast, uh, man. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So so. Uh, we all know Jerry Brown, right? Everybody knows Jerry Brown, Governor. Of I have no idea who that is. Okay. He was he was uh, one of the longest. Uh, he served two terms. He was he was you know he, was, he served two different terms as the uh, two separate sets of terms as our governor in California. His dad is a guy named Pat Brown. Okay. Uh, and Pat Brown uh, is okay. So Pat Brown did, did one of the one of the more impressive uh, feats of 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 engineering uh, in in. In history, he okay. created an, an aqueduct that runs from the Sierra Nevadas of the the northern part of California all the way down through all of our farmland, down the coast, across the line of the the Sierra Nevadas, all the way down to to uh, Southern California, basically. And the reason that you can have so many people in Los Angeles and in, in San Bernardino Valley and, and, and in all that area because we have no we don't have enough water to support the amount of people who are here. But the reason we're pulling right. that off. Is because we take water where there's tons of it in Northern California, and we send it on down. Right. So that's 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 one of the things that that has been a big complaint of people in Northern California, and one of the reasons that in Northern California there are huge, you know, there's a lot of people up there who'd like to separate and make their own state called Jefferson because they don't want to be they don't want to keep having to give what their resources down to people in Southern California. They're sick of us. They they hate really. Us. And they've yeah. gone with the name Jefferson? That's selfish. Well, I yeah. think the idea being like you got Washington State is, is up there. And oh, so who's, who's I another? get it. Nobody wants, to call their, nobody wants to call their state Adams for some reason, which I no. think is unfair. But yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's not fair. Jefferson but, uh, doesn't sound, it Jefferson. doesn't roll off the tongue. Right? Yeah, it doesn't. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Uh, I'm about, sure if it was, if sure if it was Miller, around long enough, we get used to it. How about Fillmore? <laughs> Millard <laughs> Fillmore. Millard flipping Fillmore. Fillmore. I think <laughs> Grover Cleveland, while we're talking about Grover uh, about Cleveland. Call the state Grover. Non-consecutive terms in office. Yeah. Um, anyway, go on, so, go on. So, uh, yeah, so, so uh, anyways, the... the um, uh, he, he created this aqueduct as a way to, to to provide more water for the whole state. It didn't just provide water to Los Angeles, essentially. It also provided water to the Central Valley, which is a place that we've talked about this on the show before. The Central Valley has like it has massive storms every so often that flood it to an unbelievable extent. Like to, sometimes, like every two hundred years or so, to the point where it's a lake for a while, right? Yeah, uh, like a giant lake. And then, and then it goes down into the aquifers, to kind of below, uh, below all the all the land down there. And then it can be droughty and not have so much water. It's, it doesn't get quite as much as, as you get kind of up in the mountains. Yeah. So, it's really rich soil, really great land, uh, but not necessarily filled with enough water to do the job to be great farming area. Okay, they call okay. it the Central Valley of California. Right. Well, this innovation, this this job that that, that Pat Brown did, uh, Jerry Brown's dad. Um, he uh, he actually made it so that you could you could grow enough food in Central California to feed the world, like the whole world. There's enough yeah. you can make enough food there. To, I mean, it's 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 unbelievably fertile land, tons of sunshine. When you put water on it, you can grow anything. Like yeah, base. I 
I could almost literally say you can grow anything because yeah. it's that good, okay? Uh, that obviously made a huge, it was a huge boon uh, financially for California. It was a great thing for the landowners and the farmers uh, who, who lived in that area in California and, uh, and, and was, was kind of a great thing for the state. The only problem is when you take all the water out from, from there, you don't have the water to, to store elsewhere or use elsewhere. It's being used on, on the farmland. So they thought, okay, in order to kind of make sure that, that things are going to be okay and we don't, we don't you know, waste all the water for when there's drought time, let's make, a, let's make a, a rule, let's make an amendment. They call it the Monterey Amendment, where you can store that water underground in empty aquifers, particularly in Kern County, which is kind of where Bakersfield <laughs> is, that sort of area there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like these sort of empty or not totally full aquifers. Of just Basically, you could put the water underground. So you send the water down there, you soak it, it goes down to the ground, makes the ground lift up a little higher. Now you've got water there, and if we ever need it, you can pump it out of that during a drought and send it down to Los Angeles or to the farms or whatever, and we've got a backup. We've got a huge backup for all of this water for the good times to help us for the bad times. Really great idea. Cool concept. Would totally have worked if not for the fact that people suck. It's rule number one of my, my life. <laughs> um, so that land, like these, th- this land that was essentially being pumped full of our state's water, was bought up by the largest farming uh, owning family in in, in America, um, the 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 Resnicks. Okay. They, they bought it up, and and uh, and and they, you know that's where uh, like uh, I think they do the Halo oranges, uh, and then like I think Wonderful is the name of their company, Wonderful almonds, Wonderful. But like they have like they make yeah they yeah. Huge. I've driven past the Halo oranges. You can drive like when you're driving up that way. I yeah. think I've seen the Halo. They mm-hmm. have a giant orange basket that you can see that, from the freeway. That's them. That's yeah, them. yeah, I know yeah. exactly so, what that so is. So huge, huge farming family. Um, yeah, you know they bought it up. I think it, you know when they kind of knew this was coming in the '90s, and then owned all the all the land that had basically this water that's being pumped into it. Yeah. So instead of saving it for for when we needed it for a, for a bad day, they used it to grow food. Hmm. So they they just used their own because there was no law in California at the time for how much water you could pump out of these seemingly endless aquifers, right? Yeah. So one thing they made a lot of, and not just them, a lot of farmers in California decided, well, since we have all this water and it's sitting in here and it keeps coming, we should make almonds because mm. people love almonds and almonds are you know, they're hard to grow in lots of places. Like you can only get them in like Southeast Asia. They're just difficult to make. So we yeah. can make them here and then we can have almonds everywhere. And then they made a ton of almonds and they started using up all of the water that was in all of these aquifers. Really? Well, now, many years later, they, they, we you know, eventually caught up and realized, oh, my God, this, this Monterey Amendment has been a disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we made a new amendment to kind of to limit the amount of water that could be taken out of the ground, right, so that these farmers wouldn't take more than, than what was agreed upon by the state, that they couldn't govern our, the resources that belong to the state personally, because that's essentially what happened. So they did that, but then they <laughs> let that rule in order to give time to implement go on for like it's not going to be fully implemented for like another 20 years or something like that so by the time it's fully implemented the water from the aquifers will probably be gone (laughs) yeah and it's already really low and you're seeing the results of that because we're having to draw water like too much water um from from the colorado river we're having to draw too much water from from uh, from our, our, our aqueduct we're having to draw too much water from everything and all of the water is now coming down because there's not enough because we've been overusing it for things very specifically like almonds. Almonds. 
So people kind of think, well, there's not enough water, and we're, we're in, and that's true. There hasn't been as much water, but we should have been prepared for this. Like we were supposed to have, we had it set up so that this wouldn't have been a problem, and we wouldn't be drawing too much water from other places, and we would have been fine. But because people suck, rule number one, that's not how it is. And so now we're, we're under crazy restrictions. We don't have enough water. And by the way, in another 50 years or so, Central Valley is going to have another one of these megastorms. And yeah. we're going to blame it on, on, on climate change. And it won't be because of climate change. It'll be because that's what happens. Yeah. But in another, like in, between now and 50 years from now, there's going to be a megastorm that hits, that, that fills that valley with water. That will then fill up all those aquifers, but everything that's in the everything in there will die or have to move because it'll be yeah. that much water. Well, so there you go, folks. There you go. <laughs> that's your bummer end. <laughs> and 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 for for the audience, just so you know, uh, the stance of people suck. That is Noel's personal viewpoint. That is not the official stance <laughs> of the BioFriendly Podcast. We sure. are a, a show that believes that people are good and are going to make a difference. But Noel, our guest today, his views and insight into humankind as sucking uh, is yeah. his personal viewpoint. So please, if you it's want to uh, write hate mail. Write yeah. that guy so right, me there. right so, there. Let me explain it. Let me explain. Noel at IHatePeople.com. I hate people. Like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 You sure don't have to explain a, yourself. No, it's I fine. Will. It's I a think, joke. I think it's, it's, a, a it's important because the, 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 it's, I, each individual person does not suck. Yeah. I, you know, each individual person is pretty, pretty great. You know, there's something wonderful about everyone, you know, and, 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 yeah. and each individual person has the ability to make a, a change, a difference, and even in groups of people to make it, to make a change and to make a difference. I yeah. choose to, to take the general point of view that people are going to suck because that yeah. prepares me for them to do what they inevitably do, Yeah, which is suck. suck. And then <laughs> when that happens, I don't feel, I don't, I can, I can stay upbeat. I can stay happy and I can keep trucking away at, okay, well, let's fix this. Let's handle that because each person doesn't suck. It's just the general mode of people yeah. suck. And then that keeps me into a really positive frame of mind so that I can then move forward and, and, uh, and keep at it, keep doing good things and keep making a difference and also adjust and plan and not be angry for the fact that people are going to do things that they really shouldn't have done. Yeah, you can't go on the road. Here's an analogy for you. You can't get behind the wheel of a car and go on the freeway and assume that everybody's a great driver. You can't do that. No, you have to get in the car. Suck. Yeah. Well, but to the, your analogy, <laughs> the analogy here is you kind of have to assume that everybody is going to make a bad choice or a wrong choice. Mm -hmm. And it, because that's the only way you can survive. You have to yeah. be a defense. You, you have to be a defensive driver in that you have to always be looking around. And so that's how you have to navigate humanity's waters. You have to be right. like, a, well, I need to kind of assume that not everybody knows what they're doing and some decisions are going to be made out here that could negatively affect me or hurt me. So I got to always be like, ready. To, well, the to great, dodge them, right? The great so. thing about that attitude is that the moment that people are great, which does it's happen, really nice. by the way, when people yeah. are great and they pull through, it's a nice, pleasant surprise. It it's really wonderful. Is. Like when you're yeah. on the road and everybody's kind of in harmony and you're all cruising yeah. along and it's all great, it's like, oh, this is yeah. relaxing. This yeah. is nice, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Life is positive if you're always kind of sad. That's been my rule. Just, <laughs> just stay sad. <laughs> And then great are things you happen. You're like, this is amazing. Are you talking about the Incredible Sulk? The Incredible Sulk. That's me. My <laughs> secret is I'm always sad. <laughs> All right. We're going to get back to the alternative milks. But we, but that is interesting. It is interesting to, to you know, to talk about everything. 
to how you broke down the aquifer and and what we've done with almonds. So if you like now again official biofriendly podcast policy. If you like almond milk, I, it, it's okay. We're not talking about these individual choices that, you know, you're not going to make or break the system because you like to have a little bit of almond milk with your food. It's something that we can't go. All right, that's it. No more dairy, no more other kind of milks. We're only going almond. That's a bad idea. Let's not do that because it's killing the bees. It's wasting the water. We got to come up with something else. Just like with energy, probably the best thing here is a diverse milk grid. Right, we gotta like maybe look a at some first milk. Cr- I love it. <laughs> you like I it, right? It. We're gonna have a sustainable milk situation. We gotta have a sustainable and milk that situation. And it's playing on Friday at the El Rey. The sustainable <laughs> milk situation. <laughs> oh, sustainable milk situation. I think you could say diverse milk grid. I like either of them. Um, well, the first milk grid's opening for them. Oh yeah, they're opening for them. <laughs> it's a milk themed night. Yeah. So so anyway, so this this uh, article is all about the the problems with most of them. But I'm gonna sit here and I tell you guys. Some of the things that I want to say before we get into, okay, a hot button topic is soy milk. Ooh, Why yes. do you think? Why do you think it's a hot button topic? What's your guess? I know Noel probably knows this. Maybe you know too. Well, soy, well, soy is, is also pretty water intensive, but, but soy, I, I, well, I don't know. I, I, I have an idea, but what do you, what do you, what do you gonna Because say? of I, men. So many years ago. <laughs> oh, 10, because of what it does to our, our yes, testosterone. Yes, but it right? doesn't it really do sweat. this thing. Apparently 10, 15 years ago, there was this case of this guy in Asia who was drinking like three quarts of soy milk a day yeah. and he developed breasts and he got, you know, whatever. So this article came out. It was like, oh, soy milk introduces estrogen to men's bodies and it feminizes them and it does all this stuff. And that caused a ton of misinformation to hit the internet uh-huh. and when you go right. out there there are countless people going like no 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 like well, like yeah. soy is not going to impact your uh, male hormones and ruin your testosterone if you are having a little bit of soy in your diet you know if you were to literally wake up from sunrise to sunset and only eat soy and only drink soy eventually your body be like a hey what's going on here that right, i mean that's right. that's really I, the balance that we're talking about so that's I was what i going to say is. that that it's it's just that there's it beca- it's become so popular as a as yeah. an alternative option for protein that that it, yeah. they put it in so many things that it's yeah. not it's not like it's again it's one of those things that people say is really really good for you have a lot of it kind of like milk but it's not really that great yeah it's not as yeah. great as people are making it sound yeah and we we make too much of it anytime yeah. we make too much of anything and really yeah. that's kind of could be the lesson of today's show it's like you can't have too much of something it it yeah. draws too much it, it's yeah. like the, the the we live in a world that's based on balance yeah yin and yang man yeah we got we got we got we got we to gotta have some balance in what we're doing and you got to balance yeah. in what we're eating and we can't be addicted to one type of thing and there is there is a uh, there is a pretty heavy addiction to soy yeah. here and, and, and abroad. So it's, yeah. it's just, we, we make too much of it. Yeah, exactly. So this is again, so if your concern is you're like, I can't have soy milk because a man and it's going to like take away my manliness. You do not need to be worried about that at all. Because even a, a slang, as we've heard from the young people now, you call a guy a soy boy and that means that they're kind of weak. They have a man bun and they can't stand up for, for themselves. So soy has even become a insult now that's wow. that's isn't that crazy? I didn't even know that. Yeah, soy boy. <laughs> Call it like if you see a guy and he looks like he doesn't stand up for himself, the nickname is soy boy. So that's not fair because soy isn't bad for you. It's in a lot of foods that you probably don't even know that it's that it's in. Um, but the the point being, so I'm saying if you if you want to have soy milk, again, it's about balance. You know, it's not necessarily something that's going to be that much better because we do right. make a lot of it, right? Right, right. But we have some off kilter 
milks here that I don't know if you guys have ever even heard of these before. Okay, let's hear it. Let's, let's okay. go. So before we go, we go, obviously, you know about coconut milk. Yeah. Coconut milk I is don't a like big it. one. Yeah. Me yeah. I don't, I don't like, like it. Water. I don't like, like it, it either. And it's, it's so, so it's only grown in tropical environments. So obviously this is a tricky one because coconuts, this is when, when we're harvesting a lot of coconuts and coconut milk, this can really step into some of those environments, those wildlife habitats that mm-hmm. we just don't need to be in any more than we already are. So again, that's not one that you that that I think is a is a solution. Again, it's a small part of the puzzle. It's more yeah, like a local thing. No. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. What was that? Said so that's more like a local thing they can have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. More well, like that's, th- just, that's it, right? Like when you when yeah. you if you happen to be spending time uh, in the tropics somewhere, like enjoy some coconuts. They're there. Yeah. They're, it's right, they're right there. there. You can you can go grab one. It might even taste better. It probably will. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent does. Yeah. Yeah. So hazelnut milk. Uh, yeah, so this isn't the flavoring that you put in your coffee. This is a milk made of hazelnuts. Yeah. So hazelnut is a better option for the environment as the trees are cross-pollinated by wind, which carries airborne dry pollen between neighboring plants, not bees. So that's how they're pollinated. So that's already a step in the right direction. Hazelnuts also grow in areas with higher rainfall around the Black Sea, Southern Europe, and in North America, demanding much less water than almond trees. So mm. that hazelnut milk is something that you might want to check out. I don't sure. think there's as many options I of it, but that's another one. I you yeah. we can overdo that as well. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, we, will. we have a bit of that, but let's not yeah. go nuts on that either. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Then we have hemp milk. I've had that. Uh, You've had it before, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean the kind that you need a, you know, card or need to be have clearance in a state. I'm talking no. like, you know, the good, clean stuff. It's not going to have any, you know, psychotropic effects on you at all. You know, I think that there's, there's a really, there's a really big misunderstanding about hemp because I think that agreed. That when when you uh you got to separate hemp from, from the buds that yes. you know and, and and the reproduction the reproductive yeah. process of hemp right yeah so. Like the, the hemp itself is, it's easy to grow. It's yeah. easy to get, like it grows everywhere without yes. even, tr- it's a weed. It try without even trying, it grows, it goes everywhere, right? Yeah. And its uses are pretty, look, I'm not, I don't, you know, I, have, I have friends who are big on, big on hemp, big, big on cannabis, yeah. big on, and I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't smoke it. I'm not into it. So I, I want to yeah. say that up front. That yeah. This is just, practically speaking, it used to be very commonly used in this oh, country yeah. for everything, for paper, yeah. for clothing, for food, for everything. For our sails on our ships. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it's just, it's a terrific material and it's easy to make and it's got a pretty low carbon footprint when you do so because of how just easy it is to grow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then kind of, you know, logging and working with trees sort of made it unpopular. And I think there was some political efforts done to, to sort of poo-poo it. And then yeah. the fact that, that, you know, the buds from it can be psychotropic depending upon yeah. how much you have. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, and, and, and there can be side effects and whatever else. And I get that. But you don't yeah. have to smoke marijuana to enjoy the benefits of hemp. Yeah, that's my point. And so and so hemp milk is a great like a lot of these articles say that is really something that's untapped. And, you know, once they really I I think that a lot of the flavor reviews of it have been like, it's not that great. Like, it's not something you could pour in a bowl of cereal and you're like, this is delicious. (laughs) So there's a lot of people that still need to work out the hemp milks to make it, you know, whether they flavor it in a certain way, vanilla, whatnot. But um, that is that is what it could be be. terrible. Yeah, it may always be terrible. Yeah, It's mainly for the people that, like you said. Aren't marijuana smokers? Yeah, and yeah. Need to feel like 
this pain reliever or whatever. Yeah. So that's yeah. another alternative that yeah. they take. Yeah, exactly. Which is disgusting. <laughs> then there's then wow. there's rice milk. <laughs> rice milk, but again, rice has the Not same bad. problem. It's uh it's water. water. It's a water hog. Mm-hmm. It is known to be a water hog. Um, yeah, and in places where you can you can grow a lot of it, you tend to need to ship it long distances, and it's, it can get complicated. Although, yeah. as we found out, that's another thing in California they, they make a ton of here is, yeah. is, is rice. But, yeah. again, we use a lot of water to do it. So We use a lot of water. And, yeah. again, diverse milk grid, you know. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to list off just rapid fire a few more because we are running along. Here's a couple more before I get to the one that is kind of declared the winner universally across the board. Um, here's some that you may not know existed. There is pistachio milk. Mm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I love so pistachio. milk made from pistachio nuts is reported to have a rich and creamy taste as well as a light sweetness. Okay. Pecan milk. Pecans are said to be good for regulating cholesterol. So this nutty option could be good for your body as well as your taste buds. Okay. It kind of, I feel like there's a theme here. It seems like if nuts. there's a nut, you can, you can make a milk out of you it. You can milk it. You can milk anything. You can milk nuts. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like in, uh, it's like in, uh, meet the parents. Could you, could you milk me, Greg? <laughs> I have nipples. Could you milk me, Greg? <laughs> anyway, uh, you can milk anything. Um, pea milk. And no, not pee-pee, as in uh, pee, but peas. Um, <laughs> surely not. Well, a brand new uh, brand called Ripple is making waves in the U.S. with its dairy-free pea milk. Um, hmm. So it contains eight times the protein of almond milk and 50% more calcium than cow's milk. We wow. really want to test this. So Ripple is the name Ripple. of the brand that's coming out with pea milk. Okay. okay. This one's uh, so. Tell me how I should pronounce this. C H U F A. C H U F A. Chufa. Yeah. Chufa. 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 Yeah, maybe. Like, well, sh- Chufa. Yeah. Chufa. Some sometimes mistakenly you know pronounced. Call in now. <laughs> call in now, please. Call yeah. Noel's phone. Sometimes mistakenly called a tiger nut. Chufa is a kind of tuber. That's supposed to have a variety of health benefits. I've never even heard of this. Making this unique milk suitable for those who suffer from nut allergies. So anyway, Chufa, never heard of it, right? And then the last one, before I read our winner, winner is, um, oh, there's two. Quinoa milk and sesame seed milk. Quinoa milk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can make it from rice. Yeah. 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 So it's basically any vegan knows that quinoa is packed with protein, but you can also whip up a tasty milk. From this nutrition-packed grain-like seed. So, yeah. But the front winner, before we end the podcast day, is oat. Chufa. Chufa. Is that how you say it? Chufa. 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 What is it? Is it a nut? It's probably a It's It's some kind of... It says (laughs) it's An African plant, uh, Ciparius escalentis sativus, uh, of the sedge family, having a tuberous edible root. So, it's it's the root. It's, it's the root. root. That, that okay. Eat. Yeah, it's, it's yes. a plant which you can get in Africa. So this is an option for people with nut allergies. So you want to have the milk, but you're allergic to nuts. Mm-hmm. So, but the winner of, across the board was oat. Oat is the front runner. Mm-hmm. That's the one that everybody's saying is kind of, uh, if we were to find the best solution in terms of something that doesn't require a lot of water, it's not that taxing on the environment, it would be oat milk. And they made a huge splash at the Super Bowl because there was that oatly Super Bowl commercial that ran in the middle of the whole thing. Mm. And everybody was talking about it after that. The sales for oat milk have gone through the roof. So that's one that people are saying that could be the one that we, um, that we kind of lean on the most. If we're trying to get off of, try to reduce our habit of cow's milk. Oat is a good place to start. 
I, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's an option. I think you're, the idea of a diverse milk grid is a good one that you just yeah. have, you know, have lots of these different things and, and, and yeah. try them out. I mean, oat milk could probably be great too. I, I mean, yeah, I, but then are we, are we making too much? I just, I, I, I'm really going to keep harping on the idea that let's just have a little bit, a little bit less. Let's try a lot of more, a lot more different things. Like if you want yeah. liquid, there's this stuff called water. That's yeah. That's designed for us to drink. Like yeah, but water gets boring, Noel. Water I, gets well, boring. I carbonate then, mine. <laughs> then, then add a little bit of, you know, lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, do, I carbonate. I get carbonated water. That's the only way I Just, can survive drinking water. Yeah. Because well, I get I mean, sick of it. Yeah. Do you, know you know what's sad about that is, is the carbonation actually taxes your, your, uh, your system. So you, you use more water to, to process the carbonation from, from the carbonated water than, than you are getting from. That's why I drank three of them. <laughs> so I drink more. So I drink more. Have you guys ever had buttermilk? Buttermilk? Mm-hmm. It's just straight on butter, buttermilk? Yeah. I think I probably. Not. I think so. When I was a kid. Oh my gosh. My dad made us drink it. Yeah. Like one um one fourth of the July. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Yeah. One fourth of July we had um what was it? Fear factor. So my dad made all the kids do a fear factor. Oh. And one of the challenges was That's to awesome. drink a whole glass of buttermilk and That sounds delicious. The, everyone was throwing up. <laughs> That sounds awesome. It's probably good, but just so rich it makes you want to barf, right? Or no, it's not good. It's gross. It was so amazing. It was so good. Was it good? <laughs> it was but just no. like, but just was, not good for you? It was just, I don't know. It just tasted thick. sour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not okay. what you'd expect. Because like when you yeah. hear buttermilk, you assume like you're going to be drinking pancakes. Yeah. That's, That's what, what you I assume. Yeah. Like, oh you're gosh. like, buttermilk, count me in. But it's not. It's definitely sour. Mm. No buttermilk, guys. Unless he had an okay. expired one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ha! That's yeah. part of the challenge. If you're going to be a fear factor, it should be expired buttermilk. Yeah. The, nice. You know, the, so before we wrap things up, there was, there was a, a couple more articles I didn't get to, and I'll, I'll, I'll just do the footnotes of them. On the green blogs, there was this article that came out in New York Magazine that was like, hey, good news. Um, it even says this. It says, hot girls in New York are ordering whole milk again. So, yay. And that was the article. It was essentially this barista tweeted it out, and she was relieved because she was a barista at a coffee shop, and she was just grateful that she didn't have hot girls, that's what she said, coming in and going, I'll have a, a soy latte. A soy, I'll have a hemp uh, coffee, you know, whatever. They were. She was just relieved that we were, like, returning back to basics. And then yeah. another blog on a green site was like, how dare you, go, uh, you know, go backwards. We're making progress and people are getting in, you know, off of whole milk. And I kind of rolled my eyes at both. And I thought, you know what? I feel like we just need to figure out a way that if, if you like a certain thing or if you want to help and you want to mm-hmm. make a difference, just make those little micro decisions on your own. Right. And let's just see where we, where yeah. we end up. Cause it can also yeah. be a taste preference. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess people are going to do what they're going to do. I don't, you yeah. can't, you, you can't, it's this, it's this, this, this mistake that that environmentalists, yeah, like ourselves included, that we, we make, uh, where where you assume that look, if we just say this, if we just tell people this thing, we give this people this information, that they're just going to do, they're going to yeah. change, they're going to do it, they're going to get it because they're going to understand. It's like, well, they're no, I mean, they're not, they're not because because you, you you set up, you don't set up your life that way. You set up your life so that you can just survive and get through the day because you've got to get to work that morning by 8 a.m. and you've got to make sure that you get back in time to pick up your kids. And then you have to make sure your kids are fed with enough food that they can get themselves to sleep by a certain hour before they've done their homework. and hey, Whatever. Your whole day is like filled with a bunch of garbage and a bunch mm-hmm. of nonsense. And it goes day by day, one day at a time. And you're trying to survive through that day to make it to the weekend so that you can finally watch football. 
or whatever your life is, no. right? Like that's, no. that's <laughs> I don't like want to watch football, no. <laughs> but that's anyway, but that's my point, right? And so yeah. and so you set up you set up your life so that you can survive it. And people are yeah. going to keep doing that. They're not yeah. going to stop doing that because you say this is harmful to cows or this yeah. is a problem for water. They're just they aren't. They're good because they don't care about the big picture. They care yeah. about how am I going to make it to Friday? Yeah. That's what they care yeah. about. How am I going to get through today? How am I going to get through this moment right now? And that's but, and that's that's something you have to you have to factor that in when you're when you're trying to talk about these things. It's like as a yeah. as a as an environment where we're we're going to fix it by giving people the easiest possible option or by making the easiest adjustments that they can make so that they can change the daily habit. Because that's yeah. all you can you got to find a way to just make a little impact on the daily habit or we're not going to do anything. Yeah. I firmly believe this. That's one of the reasons we started the podcast, Jacob. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's because that's 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 where it's at. So, like, if if hot chicks are starting to order whole milk, fine. Okay, fine. That that's yeah. that's great. So let's let's see what we can do to then get the hot chicks to cut back on the coffee like once once a week. Let's yeah. like let's yeah. or or whatever, right? Yeah. That's that's well, my. And I would say on the other shoe of that whole thing is that I would say that I am interested in reducing my consumption of cow's milk because I've learned more in two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So yeah. This yep. show has taught me. So it's not because it's pushing me. It's not telling me you have to stop. I'm just learning more. And so right. now my desire to buy something different comes from a very honest place. Yep. And so our hope is that you're going to do what you're going to do. But maybe if you learn a little bit more about how calves are treated and how cows are treated and the problem in the dairy industry, you know, not sitting here to say shame on you, enjoy your milk. But maybe you'll walk away after episode after episode and go, you know what? I kind of do want to help out, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want to make a difference. I kind of want to sip this tea or this coffee or I want to have this cereal and I don't want to cause any more problems. And so it yeah. comes from a very giving back place, not because somebody told you to do it and you're correcting, you know. Right. Uh, I know we're running long on the podcast, but I'm just I think that that's important that the decision rests on your shoulders and the more you learn the more i think you're gonna want to do exactly. a good thing mm-hmm. exactly right? it's you got it you have to make it personal you have to allow for for someone to make a personal choice right i don't yeah so many people who have who i've talked to later who listen to the podcast uh, or or random people who i talk to who, who've heard of the podcast they, they'll talk about things like yeah i just i just decided not use the straw right that's like yeah. one simple thing too but i decided that that you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat in because I don't have to yeah. run that day. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna eat at the at the place. I'm gonna use the glass instead of yeah. using the plastic. But it's like yeah. these are these are are decisions that maybe you don't make right away when you listen to a podcast or whatever. But over time, like you said, you think about it. You think about it for a second. And go like, oh, yeah. you know what? I could probably I could probably stay here today. I could have the coffee here. Yeah, yeah. put it in a glass. Well, yeah. I could I, I could have my I could have my meal here. Let's let's yeah. go ahead and just put it on the plate so you can we can wash it. We don't have to, to dump yeah. away you know styrofoam. That's and that's like. Those little things that you do, like those don't necessarily screw up your entire day if you yeah. time them right and you understand it. But the, yeah. the importance, and this is to your point that you just made, Jacob, is like if, if, you, if you know, if you have the data and nobody's telling you this, use this data in only this way. We're just saying, here's the data. Yeah. If you can apply it, apply it. If you yeah. can't, then that's okay. okay. We're yeah. going to do, we're going to talk about something next week. We're not yeah. going anywhere. We're a hundred yeah. and some odd shows in. There's going to be thousands of these things. Like, yeah. well, we'll be back. We'll, we'll be, be back. back. There's more. So, 
There's yeah. more. So that, that's I, I, it. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It was it, Noel and I, to put an end point on it, we were talking about exercising. And the only way you exercise is because you want to do something about it. You don't do it because somebody told you mm-hmm. you need to get in shape. You realize one day, hey, I need to get in shape. It's the same thing with these decisions. It has to come from within. <laughs> but we hope that we can be your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. See how I did that? Oh, I let us right into the closing of the show. Am I a guest take... today or a host? I think I'm You're a host. A guest. Guest. Well, it's up to you. So Do you want to? You... No, I want to. So okay. Elise has got it. <laughs> On this one. We are your sick. No, 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 no. Carefully avoiding. Carefully avoiding the nicotinoids. Yes. yes. Got it. We are the Siegfried and Roy That's of Meryl Streep of podcasts. This show is a joke. Yes. <laughs> uh, never believe. Spilling the... T- nope. Step, step one. Step one, never believe. No. <laughs> step one. She could do spilling the teeth. Oh, you chill out. Okay. Yeah, she got it. Step one. And don't worry. He I'm never so remembers. He never, no, he never... You kidding me? He never remembers. Do you um, know what? Here's the trick, though. You actually... That what you did was, was bad form, Jacob. If she right. does a different one, according to the, the long-lived rules of this podcast, if she takes spilling the teeth... You then have to figure out what the other one is. That's what the next You're one is. right. I broke the bylaws. The bio. You broke friendly. the bylaws. Of the bio I am so podcast. sorry. You're right. She could have said spilling. Do we need to start over? You know what? No. no. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna be done, and you guys are gonna continue the show because that was <laughs> this has been my last rodeo. <laughs> Jacob is retiring. From I'm retiring. That was it. I can't do it anymore. A mistake. Thank you. Mistake yeah, of take, this, take my a mistake iPad. Of this magnitude is too much. <laughs> Um, carefully, uh, I mean, no, not carefully, uh, spilling the teeth since ni- uh, 2019. And then the newest one is technically, oh, technically imperfect. <laughs> it is actually technically imperfect. That's, that's more true. Technically huh? imperfect. Technically, <laughs> technically perfect. Technically perfect. And then, uh, and that's it. That's it, guys. This was a long one. We went long, but I, I kind of liked it because we, we, we dug in some heavier, deeper topics. We talked yeah. about milk crate challenges. And we water talked about wasted. water being wasted. We talked about the history of, uh, you know, Jim Brown, Pat Brown, and the stealing of the Pat water. Was, um, I don't know if we talked about Jim Brown, uh, but like we talked about What was this? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, we talked Jim. Yeah, it wasn't Jim Brown? What At least was it? just nailed, nailed it. Jim Brown's a football player. Pat Brown oh. was the former governor. Pat Brown. But what Pat was Brown. the other... Guys, Jer- what was Jerry pa- Brown? His son, Jerry Jer- Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know my. I was only saying Jerry Brown to give reference because people, <laughs> a lot more people now know Jerry Brown than than his dad. Oh, uh, okay. Was a governor first. Jerry was a governor later, with Ronald gotcha. Reagan in between. Gotcha. I'm yeah. I'm terrible about my California governors. Me too. I don't um, know. Who's the governor now? Uh, Newsom. Oh. Yeah, for, for, we'll see how much longer. <laughs> you want to know who's? You want to know? Speaking of water, he's in a lot of hot water. <laughs> he's in a lot of hot water. I don't, he's in trouble. He's in yeah. trouble as a little as a little like he's. I think there's like we, we uh, as as you you may have heard. I mean, Jacob and I are pretty plugged into to the uh, to the like well, well we're members of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Our our, uh-huh. our, yeah. C, our chairman is is uh, is is uh, used to be the 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 CEO and founder of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, yeah. Jose Nino. So we, we get a lot of interesting data about, you know, about that community. And, and in California, uh, kind of the swing, the, like the thing that, that swings it one way or another is, is the way that, that the Latinos vote. So, yeah. um, so like right now, like they're, they're, as of last polling, 51% are ready to recall a guy. And that's a problem for, for, yeah. for, for Newsom. And if that number goes up too much higher, uh, he's, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. Yeah, like he's in trouble. trouble. Yeah. 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 
So we'll see. Well, that's probably our longest tag we've ever had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be impossible to remember that one next right? week. Impossible. <laughs> All right, guys, let's head on out of here. So you and I say cheerio. cheerio and Noel Bye. says. <laughs> Perfect in every way. Perfect in every way. It's a bio-friendly podcast. It's a bio-friendly podcast.